Welcome back to the Manic Mentality Podcast. My name is Taylor, and I am now on a consistent roll of releasing podcasts, and I'm pretty happy about it. But I've got to say, this past weekend was super tough, and I feel like I'm kind of going back into my bipolar tendencies of being really up and then down and then up and then down. And I am so lucky to have a friend like my friend Alexis, who has been basically being my therapist um, the past couple days and trying to really like dig deep and find some answers. Um, I've been getting really frustrated lately because a lot of the answers that I'm getting from just multiple friends and family is that, well, just change your mindset. Well, just change the way that you're thinking, just change your outlook. And, and while I do understand that and I strive for that so much, as we all know, it's so much easier said than done. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I almost feel like I don't really have a choice in the way that my brain decides to, to do things. And I know that I have to retrain my brain, but right now it's like, I'm so sensitive and I'm so vulnerable to those feelings, those thoughts, those emotions that like, I'm just breaking down at least once per day, every single day. And it's like, how do you, how do you get through that? You know, how do you, how do you work on that? How do you go through each day when you're still so unhappy and doing all of these practices and journaling and affirmations and meditation and podcasts? And there's so many things that I feel like I'm trying to shove into my brain at one time that I'm like, none of it's working because there's just like an overload of forced positivity that isn't actually there. So now I'm kind of having to step back and completely change my, what I'm doing and my daily practices and trying to be more intentional with each one of them instead of just doing them and expecting a different outcome. And that's exactly what I want to talk about today is being responsible for your own mental health. Now, I know this is a topic that not a lot of people are going to want to talk about or be honest about because it's really hard to look at yourself and say that you're doing something wrong. And I know that because I am like the very first person to do that. I'm so fucking stubborn. I'm literally the most stubborn person in the whole world. Um, I, I will do self-affirmations and I will look at myself in the mirror and in my brain while I'm saying, you know, I love my life. I I am manifesting this. I am doing this. You know, I say all these affirmations and in the back of my head, I'm like, you're lying. You're such a liar. Like, (laughs) and I know that sounds terrible, but that is the stubbornness in me. That's like, that is, that is like one of my biggest setbacks is that I am so stubborn in my own mind that I can't get over myself. And I think that a lot of us internally struggle with that without saying it. And as I start to try different practices, um, Alexis really helped me this week in ways of like overcoming fears and writing them down and being super truthful about those fears. And they've really helped me uh, just in the past couple of days. Let me tell you that I am struggling right now. I'm 100% struggling, but I take ownership of that struggle and I take ownership of the fact that I need to make some changes. Um, I'm seeing a natural path on September 8th. And let me tell you that appointment is $400 to just go and talk to her. 
So I'm to the point where I'm in desperate need of investing in my mental health and really finding the true reason as to why I'm not happy. Um, let me tell you guys, I'm in it. I'm a hundred percent in it with you. Like I love this podcast and I know I'm all over the place literally all the time in all of my podcasts, but like a bitch is going through it with you. And that is kind of why I wanted to start this podcast in the first place is because I don't have it all figured out. I don't know the answers. I am more than willing to talk to every single one of you who listen to this podcast to get more insight on things that I can do to make myself better. Um, but I'm just here to like tell you guys that like I am taking ownership of my mental health. I know the things that I do wrong. And maybe if you did that too and you wrote down the things that you are doing wrong and that we need to work on together, that maybe that is your start to your mental health journey too. Because I'm a few years into this and I have made a lot of mistakes. And if I can help you avoid those mistakes, that's exactly why I started this podcast in the first place. So we're taking ownership of our mental health. We know that something's not right. We know that it's not other people's problems. It's not... I have a I have a really hard time, especially with my fiance. Like just lately, everything that he's doing right now is annoying the shit out of me. It's like, you know, and, and all men do it, right? They have really unhealthy tendencies that just drive us crazy because we want them to be here for a long time. Or I came home the other day and absolutely nothing was done around the house. And I was expected, you know, after coaching softball and after being at work all day that I had to cook and clean and do all these things. But in reality, like we put those stresses on ourselves and we we can't have so much expectation of other people or of ourselves because we have a capacity that we can only handle so much in a day. And my fiance can only handle so much in a day. And for all I know, you know, he was dealing with a lot of my mental health struggles over the weekend. So I can only imagine that I probably completely drained him and that he didn't have any more energy in the day to do any chores or to do any uh, cooking or cleaning or anything like that. So I have to step back and realize that, oh, well, maybe that's actually my fault because I'm projecting all of this negativity onto somebody and I'm projecting all of this bad, bad feelings and bad thoughts that it literally transferred over to him and he had to sleep for the rest of the day because he was so exhausted. Not to mention he's in a wheelchair and he goes through so many more struggles than than I do in a day. But sometimes I forget that. And I think that we all forget that in our daily lives when going through mental health or having some off feelings that we're not normally used to. And then we unknowingly project them onto our significant other or project them onto our parents, our friends, our family. And then by the time that we have opened up our thoughts and opened up our emotions, we've completely drained that person. And so they're not there for us in the ways that we want them to be there for us. Does that make sense? Um, uh, And so here were my things yesterday and today that I decided to jump back on. I've realized that if I am not in consistent therapy, I am not well. 
Like I have to be in consistent therapy. And I want to say that the the hardest part about finding therapy is that it's not super accessible. And I'm not going to sugarcoat that. It's a problem in this country that the, it, there is not accessible therapy for people who are dealing with mental health issues that take insurance that aren't, you know, $120 an hour. You know, it is really hard to find affordable therapy. And if there's any way that I can help you, I totally will. But let me tell you, it is a struggle that we all go through because I was on the phone yesterday sitting in the parking lot of KGON, my radio station, and I was just bawling because there are four people who take insurance, my specific insurance, and that are within the Portland area, and they're all completely full. And it's like, how are we supposed to work with that? How are we supposed to, to fix anything if we don't have accessible resources and I don't have an answer for that other than I really, I, my therapist and I have kind of a weird relationship, um, mainly because I don't vibe with her super well, but she's the only person that I have access to at this moment. So I need to utilize that. So I made an appointment on Wednesday, going to get that taken care of taking ownership of my mental health. So I made a therapy appointment Two. I decided that seeing a naturopath would probably be within my best interest because of my history with taking medications and they never worked for me. And, um, you know, toying with being on birth control, off birth control, some hormone issues. Um, I have been off of all medications and birth control for almost two years now. And while I thought that like taking a break from all those things would be good for me, I, with more research, I'm starting to find out that like, I might have like a lack of hormones in my body. And when you don't have enough hormones in your brain, that the serotonin has nothing to grab onto. This is kind of the analogy that a nurse recently explained to me. You have to have serotonin and you have to have hormones and they work together to kind of give you that happiness, that give you that light. And if you have a lack of hormones in your brain, that serotonin has nothing to grab onto. So I might just have something in my body that is, you know, making it so my serotonin levels aren't as, aren't as strong. And so I finally made an appointment to see a naturopath, but here's the downside to that. $400 just to see her because my insurance does not, uh, is not in network with them. And I know that that is a huge setback for a lot of us. And I think that it kind of sparked up in my brain that it might be a great idea to somehow come up with a way for us to like gather up some funds for grants or something that we can do with Manic Mentality to make sure that you're getting the help that you need and that if there's something that comes up and you can't afford it, that maybe we can start to come together and help out some other people. That's been a thought on my mind. And it's really hard because I don't have any ways to get around that. I don't have any tips for you other than investing in your mental health, like there's nothing more worth that $400 than, than being happy. And I, I have like a hole in my freaking chest right now of anxiety. And my heart is literally pounding just thinking about spending that much money on something that may or may not work. But if I don't do it, I'll never know. Like I'll never know. I'll never know if, if she'll be able to help me or not. I do know that she's a naturopath and an MD. So she is a primary care doctor and a naturopath. 
So she's able to see both sides of the pharmaceutical side and of the mental health side and all natural side. And I really appreciate that. So I'm pulling the trigger. I mean, I'm going to see a naturopath on March 8th and I'm so excited, not excited to spend the money, but it's an investment in us and maybe someday we'll be able to help out some more people. Three, journaling. I know that we've talked about this and if you have listened to the first podcast, we have created a journal in indefinitely so that we should all have a journal by now in ways that it should help us. And I, I was talking to my friend Alexis and let me tell you, I'm going to have her on the podcast at some point because this woman has completely changed my life in a couple weeks. Like she has been a social media friend of mine. She rides dirt bikes. She's just awesome. And she goes through a lot of the similar things that I talk about on this podcast. And she's also reached out for health help and gotten a life coach as well. So I think that she would have some amazing insight on this podcast. And she's truly helped me so much. And she actually had me start journaling uh, each day because I've been a little lost of like why I'm feeling the things that I'm feeling. And a lot of it has to do with um, money and a lot of it has to do with fear. Um, A lot of my worries are things that haven't even happened. Like I'm so terrified to have kids. I'm so terrified to buy a house right now. And I'm so terrified to pay for a wedding right now. But none of those things are happening today. And none of those things are happening tomorrow. And none of those things are even happening in six months. So while they are in the back of my head, for some reason, they're like right in the dead center of my forehead. And I'm just so scared of the future. And I'm so scared of things that haven't happened yet. And I let it control my daily life. And so we're starting to journal every single day. And let me tell you, my first day of like truly journaling and trying to get some emotion out did not go so well. My journal was all over the place. I'm like, I'm angry and I'm sad and I am scared of this and I'm pissed off about this. And there's really no guideline. It was just like trying to get some emotions out on paper because I was, I just couldn't stop crying yesterday and I couldn't get my emotions down. It was like, and I'm sorry if you're listening and you don't agree. I don't really care, but I had to get absolutely stoned yesterday to write something down and to just sleep it off. And I know that that's not healthy, but I just really had to like reset. I had to completely reset. And so yesterday I decided to, you know, start taking control. And with those journals, Alexis told me to answer these five questions. What happened today that bothered me or created fear? Why did it trigger me? How did I handle it? And how did it make me feel? How can I handle it differently in the future? And how can I practice giving myself some grace today? And that like answering those questions really helped. It's more of a guided journaling. And I really need that right now as I have no clue what to journal about. But in as I was writing stuff down, I realized that I wrote more down than I speak out loud. And I was like, whoa, like, huh. Maybe I have some more emotion that is in my brain. And because I'm writing it instead of trying to put it into words, it's a little bit easier when 
you're writing stuff down, it just kind of naturally flows out. So if you're in a position like me where you're stuck, feel free to start this journaling process with me because it's something that I'm going to try to do every single day before bed instead of looking at my phone. That's a huge habit of mine that I need to kick. And I think that journaling every single day is going to help me a lot more than I realize. So number three, journaling. And when you're helping yourself, it's like, it's kind of a defeating, it's a defeating moment. And I'm, at least for me, it was a defeating moment for me yesterday because I've always been the type of woman to like tackle shit by myself. Um, I grew up with kind of a weird childhood where I was alone and I depended on myself a lot. And I know that my parents don't exactly agree with that, but in the eyes of somebody who lived it, I, I really was. I kept a lot for my parents. You know, I kept a lot about um, family drama and back and forth and back and forth between my moms and my dads. I held in so much information that I feel like now I have like a subconscious resentment towards them. Um, which I need to work on as well. But I'm I'm recognizing these traumas and I'm recognizing, you know, everything that's happened in my life and how it has affected me up to this point at 26 years old. And being self-aware is a very weird thing. Uh, but I think it is something that I was truly blessed with because I don't I don't know too many people who are this self-aware. It's just to the point where I'm self-aware. And I get these like out of body experiences where I'm looking at myself and I'm like, you dumb bitch. Like, why are you doing the things that you're doing? And why are you thinking the things that you're thinking? Because I'm aware that it's not okay. And I'm aware that it's not right. It's finding the how to fix that and how to change that and how to mold ourselves to, you know, truly do the things that we need to do to get to where we want to be. Because there is a huge difference in things that we want to do. Like, for instance, I have no issues going to the gym and I have no issues listening to podcasts. But the things that I don't want to do is affirmations. And the things that I don't want to do is pay $400 to go see a naturopath or make time to go see a therapist or, you know, those are the things that I don't want to do. But those are the things that I need to do to truly be happy and to be myself. And if we don't do the things that we need to do and take responsibility for the thoughts and feelings and emotions that we have, they won't get better. And I find myself blaming a lot of other people. Like I stated before, I blame Andrew a lot and it's not okay and it's not fair to him. Um, But sometimes I feel, oh God, sorry guys getting a little teary-eyed over here. I know that it's not right. And I know that it's not, it's not okay. But sometimes when you don't have anything else or anyone else to blame other than yourself, the easiest thing you do is project it onto the person who's closest to you. And it's not fair. And honestly, like I sometimes I don't know why I do it. But it's definitely something that and I need to work on and that has been an eye-opener for me that if I don't change what I'm doing and if I don't make a change in my actions and in my thoughts, 
I'm going to lose the best thing that ever happened to me, which is Andrew. So we've got to take responsibility and we have to take responsibility for our mental health and not project it onto anybody else because we can get through this. I know we can get through this and I will say it with you and I will say it to myself every single day that we will get through this. I'm looking at myself in the mirror right now in the studio. We will get through this. We will do this. And so a little bit of a recap on taking control of your own mental health and taking responsibility for your own mental health is go find help. Do what you can and go find help. Find somebody to talk to, whether it's a friend or me or a therapist or whatever you need to do, find someone to talk to. Invest in your mental health if you need to. I understand that not a lot of people are to the point where I am of of seeing a naturopath or finding other options, but if you think that it needs to be an option for you, then invest in your mental health. Invest in the time. Invest in the money if you have to, but most importantly, invest in the time. The time will, it'll come back to you and it will be so worth it as soon as you just dive in 100% and take control and take responsibility of your own mental health. Start journaling. I know that, I trust me, I don't want to, you guys, like I don't want to, but I'm, I'm just, I'm noticing that it does help even after one day. This is my second day journaling and I will start um, showcasing that a little bit more on my Instagram so that you guys can see what I'm journaling about. Um, you can look back at those questions um, and I'll repeat them to you right now. Write them down if you want to, but these, this is what I'm going to be journaling today. What happened today that bothered me or created fear? Why did it trigger me? How did I handle it and how did it make me feel? How can I handle it differently in the future? How can I practice giving myself some grace today? I will be journaling that every single day this week. And I will be posting it so that you can see that I'm doing it. Hold me accountable. I will hold you accountable if you need to. But try journaling. Try looking at all of of these different options as possibilities for us to see the light and for us to be happy. Um... Try to just take control of this. We can do it. And I know that we can do it. And I know that I can be happy. But maybe, I don't know, maybe sometimes I feel like I don't deserve to be happy. And that's a trauma that I have to work through. And there are a lot of different traumas and fears that we all have to work on. But if we don't know what those fears are, if we don't take the time to learn about ourselves and truly dive into the reasons as to why we're not happy, then we'll never know and we'll never fix it. You've got to heal those past traumas before we move any further. Like I can't, I can't get married to somebody until I am over the fact of all of the things that my ex has, exes have done. And I can't, I can't move forward if I haven't healed from the family issues and, you know, the, the suicide attempt honestly was a huge one for me too, that I probably haven't fully healed from because I find myself talking about it so much. So let's just take the time to take responsibility for our own mental health and and just dive into it. Start today. 
I believe in you. And you know what? I believe in myself too. We've got this. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to follow me on uh, Instagram at Tay Balfour and at Manic Mentality. I'm just so excited to dive headfirst into all of this mental health stuff and continue to help others along the way while I'm also trying to help myself. Thank you.